Welcome to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, the only podcast that teaches men the cognitive mastery and alpha mindset that it takes to become an influential and irresistible man of confidence. Here's your host, certified life coach and international man of mystery, Kevin Ayo. What's up, my brothers? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Ayo, and I am here in Los Angeles, California. If you didn't know, I am back stateside. I've been back stateside for a while. I'll be back for a little a little while longer, for a few weeks. I was up in Oregon last week, two weeks ago. I actually came back in June. I was in Florida, went through Arizona. I was up in Oregon. I decided to drop down into California just for a couple of weeks to do a little surfing, see what's going on down here. And so I'm in downtown LA and that makes it easy for me to get to several spots. I can get to Huntington, I can get to Newport, I can get to Santa Monica over the course of the next week or so. And a lot of it's determined by the weather as well. But here's the thing. And the reason why I'm telling you this is because while I'm in downtown Los Angeles, when I'm in downtown LA, I love staying at the Biltmore Millennium, which is an amazing hotel. I love staying here when I am in Los Angeles. Now, I got to say that because of the way I just said that, I got to they aren't paying me to say this, brothers. Like this is not an endorsement. I'm not being paid to advertise for the Biltmore. I just love it here because of some of the really cool film history that this hotel has. The Biltmore was in that movie Splash with Tom Hanks, which was made a long time ago, 1984, and it was about a mermaid. So if you haven't heard of it, I don't blame you. But that show Mad Men was filmed here. A lot of scenes were filmed here. Parts of the movie Cruel Intentions were filmed here. The movie Beverly Hills Cop, that I love that movie with... Eddie Murphy in it, that was filmed here. That's so great. But you know, one of my favorite movies of all time, Ghostbusters. I think you guys know that I love Ghostbusters. I love Bill Murray. I'm a big Bill Murray fan. And I love that movie. A part of that movie was filmed here. And I so I decided to stay at the Biltmore when I'm in LA. Now, today we're going to talk about certainty. We're going to get into certainty today, which I think is something that most human beings are seeking. It's almost like the great human condition or the great human experience to seek certainty, to seek some kind of certainty or rigidity or some sort of fixed reality that can be relied on. There is this illusion that creates a fear and it creeps into the back of our mind. And it is this, the moment is unsafe. It is uncertain. What's happening now will pass. I don't know if I can hang on to the now. The now is transient. The now is in change. The now is in flux. And that's dangerous. It makes it uncertain. And it is an illusion. And it is is unconscious for most humans because, of course, the moment is certain. The moment is what we have. In the moment is where we find truth. It is the now. But the mind rejects the moment and seeks certainty in the future or the past. And this is a result of the primary principle, which is that everything is a story. Since everything is a story, it is the desire. And in the minds of many, in the minds of many humans, I would even say that it is the purpose of mankind to express metaphysical alchemy, which is to say to turn a story that we create into a reality, that our desire is to create certainty, that we create a story in our mind and we bring it into reality and we repeat that story so often and teach it to the generations that come 
past us that eventually this story becomes a reality. And you know what? We've done that very well with a lot of things. Of course, everything being a story, when we recognize that as a primary principle, we can always roll back and we have freedom in that. We find a lot of liberation in the truth that we can choose to think, believe, express anything we want. But we also need to know how much of what we believe is thought by our species, our human species to be a fact. That's C1. That's circumstance one. That's what goes in the circumstance one line is the stories we all agree to. And this is the purpose of knowledge. The purpose of knowledge is to build more and more certainty by collecting more and more information, trying to determine an ultimate big picture. So we have this driving force. We have this driving force as humans to be certain of our stories, to create certainty from our stories, to create some sort of fixed rigidity of reality from an idea. And we can only do that when we all agree to it. We can only do that when all humans agree to it. That's when it becomes a circumstance. We know that we are creating the world as we create our stories. And the more certain we are of our stories internally, collectively, the more we develop our rigid structure of the external world. This is why we are so hesitant to let go of beliefs, brothers. When we let go of beliefs, we are letting go of certainty. We're letting go of this certainty that we've put so much safety in, so much security in. We're letting go of the rigidity that provides us a structure of safety. So we aim for certainty. We aim for a fixed sense of pleasure. We don't just want certainty. We want a certainty of happiness, a certainty of pleasure. We want our lives to be a utopian sense of pleasure, right? So we want certainty, but we want certainty in a specific way. We aim for what our mind tells us we lack. This is the human condition. This is always what we seek. So let's examine certainty. What is certainty and what can we be as human beings as a physical, as a matter of a physical, mental, and spiritual being? What can we truly be certain of? What is certainty. Certainty is a fact that is definitely true or an event that is definitely going to take place. At least this is the definition I get from Google. So I'll say that again, because this is the definition I, I just took right from the interwebs. It says a fact that is definitely true or an event that is definitely going to take place. So a fact that is definitely true or an event that is definitely going to take place. This sounds a lot like the past and the future right? Because a fact that is definitely true comes from the past. It comes from what I just said, stories that we create and then repeat often enough down the lines of heredity and you know generations until eventually it just becomes this known fact, this common sense, like, of course, this is true. And it takes a huge change, a huge deviation of what's known in order to change what we, for example, we used to all think, all humans used to think the world is flat. I use this analogy a lot. All humans used to think that the world was flat. And it took a lot of what well, we saw evidence, right? It took a lot of evidence, but really the truth is it took a lot of new stories to change what we all now know as the world being round. And you know what? Not everybody believes that. There's still people that believe the world is flat. But the truth is, we have just changed the story, and now everybody believes the new story. It used to be, if we go way back, way back, it used to be that gold, precious metal, or gems, or other forms of 
commodity, were used as currency, were used as forms of trade. The story was there was value in those things. Now there's value in a new story. We call it money, right? Currency. So what is meant here for a fact to be definitely true is only to create a story and then to repeat it over and over. So this comes from the past. And from the future is the part of the definition that says an event that is definitely going to take place. So it's definitely going to take place. The certainty comes from the definite. The sun will definitely rise on the horizon tomorrow, right? That's something that will definitely take place tomorrow. There's certainty in there. So we want to be certain of our past and we want to be certain of the future. We want to call it a fact, right? Brothers, we want something that's reliable. This is certainty. When I hear brothers come to consultation calls and they talk about, you know, I'm certainty, I'm missing certainty. I'm missing the knowing. You know, there's a difference between certainty and knowing. We can never be certain of the future. Can we be certain of the past? Let's begin there because this is an explosive question. I can dedicate an entire podcast series to that question. And maybe one day in the future, I will. Maybe I'll just wait another year and we'll do it for the past month that comes back, you know, how to rewrite the past. We'll do it next July. Because can we be certain of the past? Forget about the pre-written language. Forget about the part of our past that's pre-written, you know, pre-language, which is all before, you know, the chiseling in stone tablets, you know, all the hieroglyphs and stuff, before all the paintings on the wall, before all of that, before all that. We don't know. We have no record of that, right? So forget about all that. What about pre-video evidence? What can we really rely on if we don't have video evidence of it? I mean, our written record was written by the beta condition of other human beings. Do you understand that? Other human beings from their perspective, from their beta condition, from their unique and narrow perspective of the way things happened or are happening, they have written this past. So pre-video evidence, we have stories of specific people. Very few people, in fact. We only have a perspective of an event. We don't have the truth of the event. And this would stand to be the case for all of life outside of our own, right? Outside of our own direct experience. And what about our own direct experience? What about our own past? What can we say about our own lives that we have experienced directly where we can say there's some kind of certainty in what happened? What truth have we determined when we look at our path, when we look at our own past? All we see when we look at our own past is the story we tell ourselves about the event. We never see the event itself. We can't see the event itself, my friends. Even when we have video evidence of it, just look at what happens when a video is shown to a group of people. You show a video to a group of people, people see what they want to see. They're going to see what their brains have predetermined is there due to the belief system that makes up the world that they're creating. We all do this. This is the foundation of disagreement. This is where we come to disagreement. This is where two people can view the same thing and see two completely different events. Consider any video, any video offered to the public and look at how specific it gets. It begins with the observation of the event. We all see the event never in its neutral form, only from the confirmed bias of our own brain, right? We're looking at it from our perspective. So first, we see what we want to see. We see what we are telling ourselves is already there. Then there may be or may not be, right? It may, you know, this may or may not happen. 
where there's an appeal to experience and our brain says, you know what, I don't actually know what's happening because I wasn't actually there. So then there becomes this non-certainty about the event. We say, well, now I'm uncertain about the event unless I was actually there because the video itself isn't enough. Even with video evidence, it becomes not enough. Now there has to be this direct experience. And then it even may go further because certainty only arises if you are a participant in the event. Even with direct experience of being there observing what is happening through that video evidence, you're still not a participant in what's going on. You're just a spectator. And without being a participant, you don't know with 100% certainty what the experience was. You won't have the full story or picture. Consider this, brothers. We never know. Our past will never provide us with certainty because it looks backwards through a shattered window of conditioning. The window is broken and we're trying to view it. We won't find any truth about who we are in the past. We will only find stories that we tell ourselves about ourselves, a name, a school, an education, a nationality, a religion, a political ideology, an economic class. These are all stories that we collect during the course of our movement through time. And these exist only in the past. They are not a part of our truth in the moment. It is not a part of our alpha state. These are illusions that provide us with some sense of certainty. Remember, certainty, some sense of safety, some sense of certainty, security, safety, identity. And yet we know that these stories have no truth or substance, which allows for a foundation of uncertainty to develop. This is the underlying vibration. Uncertainty develops because there is a reliance of certainty on which is fundamentally uncertain. And so we get this underlying vibration of anxiety, of doubt, of worry and fear of what is uncertain, what is fundamentally uncertain. And yet we try to put so much certainty in it. That is our past. What about our future? Does the future provide us with more certainty? It should, no? I mean, think about that. We should have more certainty of the future. That is what we want to be certain about. We want to be certain about what comes next. We want to be certain that the future is what we want it to be. We want it to be happy and good for us and good for the people that we love. We want it to be certain. We want to be certain. We want it to be certain. And we want to be certain of the plans that we have and the expectations that we create. And this is where the idea of certainty really gets kind of wild, kind of crazy, because we have these expectations. We think that we can be certain of the future. And this is another illusion that draws us into suffering. Now, I've talked about expectation, right? I've talked about this many times, but this is very different from what I've also talked about, which is the idea of knowing into your future. This is a process of mind, of leading with the cognitive process of mind. However, this is not the same process as expectation or outcome. We have these outcomes that we want for the future that we want to be so certain about. And it's very different than knowing when we know we have no attachment to the future. We just know it. When we're certain of it, we have expectation of it. Now there's an attachment to it. This outcome must be arrived at. It must manifest. The future is never known. The future is never certain. And when I teach the concept of knowing it's your future, brothers, I sometimes use the example of a plane ticket booked for a flight to Hawaii. In fact, if you're a fan of the podcast, you've probably heard me use this example before. When you book your ticket 
to go to Hawaii. You got your plane ticket and you're going to Hawaii and you have your hotel room booked and everything is set up for your vacation. You know you're going, you're excited about it. You know, you've got time off of work, everything's rocking. You have this idea of expectation or knowing or certainty, right? Like you just know it's happening. Everything's good to go. Time off of work is coordinated with your vacation. It's coordinated with your plane ticket and your hotels and cars or little moped, whatever you're going to do on Hawaii. Now, I teach this analogy because we can all relate to the cognitive experience of believing into the future and having our beliefs manifest into the present. When you know something is going to happen in the future and it manifests into your present, you kind of create that for yourself. You're bringing that. This is the universal truth. And when you want to create something, when you have an intentional desire, an intentional result for the future, a part of that comes from knowing. You know it into reality. You know it into result. You manifest it from your knowing. We all believe that the sun will rise in the morning tomorrow, right? Tomorrow morning, the sun will come up and behold, it rises. We become certain of this and will continue to believe it and take it for granted until something major happens that will change it. But the truth is nothing is certain, especially not plane tickets, right? I use that analogy, but you know, these plane tickets are not certain. Anyone who bought a plane ticket in 2019 for a vacation that they were going to take in 2020 knows this firsthand. Am I right? I mean, if you guys know this and you, you know this, I think COVID changed the way a lot of humans thought or think about what it means to be certain about things. I mean, right? I mean, certain about jobs. Certain about rent payments, mortgage payments, whether you're a renter, whether you're a leasee or a leasor, can you be certain about whether that payment will be made or can you be certain about where that payment is coming in? School and education systems, can we be certain about whether the kids are going to school, when they're going to school, how they're going to school, how long they're going to school? We don't know. We assume this. We think that we know what the future is going to happen. We think that, yeah, the school year begins here, it ends here. Our kids are going to go from first grade, second grade, third grade up through, right? It's just going to happen. It's going to be, this is the normal, we call it, right? We saw this is the new normal here. What is the new normal? Are we trying to be certain of this new normal? Is this normal supposed to be certain? And now we want to be certain of this new normal because the old normal we're no longer certain of? It's truly wild when we think about the future because before 2020, I would hear students of mine talk about how it was safe. And you may believe this as well, but I would hear students coming to me and how it would be safe. It's safe to be an employee and it's a risk to go out as an entrepreneur because as an employee, as a W-2, right, as someone who is an employee, either an hourly paid employee like on a salary or an annual, like, you, you know, you got this salary that comes annually, whatever. It's, when it's the W-2, like there was this idea that it was safe to be an employee and it was a risk to go out there as an entrepreneur because as an employee, you could always count on that paycheck, could always count on that weekly, monthly, paycheck, whatever it is. After COVID, I stopped hearing that. After COVID, more and more people, students and non-students, began to realize that certainty and security is truly, it's a mental construct. And that being an employee, being a W-2 salaried or hourly employee provides no more certainty of your job or security than building your own business and being self-employed. The future is unknown and unknowable. Certainty is not a necessity nor a possibility, brothers. So as I just said, certainty is not a possibility. 
Is it truly impossible? Is it impossible to be certain of anything? Is what we are seeking meant to be an endless search for the unattainable? And I want to offer that there is a place that we can find certainty. Thank you for hanging out for 20 minutes on this podcast episode to get to where we can find certainty because you can always, always be certain of where, when, and who you are. Brother, where you are is here. Listen to me when I say this. I'm going to say where, when, and who you are. Where you are is here, here, not here with me as I record this in this space, but here or there is where you are in that space. And in that time, I'll get to now in a moment, but here, where you are is here. You are right here. You are not where your mind thinks you are. You are not in this place or that place. You are not in this story or that story. This now, this here, this where you are, where you are right there is certain. It is the perfection that is right in front of you. It has no labels, no titles, no identities, no past, no stories, nothing that carries with it to bring a sense of certainty because in the moment of where you are, that right here or there, as it were, as I'm speaking to you, that right there is a totality of everything. You can be certain of all in where you are. When you are is now. This is always right now. We are always right now. Just like you are always right here in space, you're always right now in time. You are not where your mind thinks you are. You are not in the past or the future. This moment is certain. It is the perfection that is right in front of you in the here and the now. Do you see this? That the here and the now is all that you can be certain of in space and in time. And you can be certain of who you are. This is the key, brothers. This is the missing link. This is the self-knowledge that the masters of the past have taught for centuries. You see, in every moment of time, you have a core. You have an anchor. In every moment of time, just in the present moment, every space and time, you have a core, this anchor, something within you that is 100% reliable that you can be certain about. This is your inner authority and truth. This is your energy mechanics and alpha state. Now, this is where we begin to enter what I teach in the Academy 2.0 program, and I don't want to breach this massive concept here at the end of the podcast episode. I only want to say that before getting into what you can rely on as a part of your alpha state... There is a phase of removing the conditioning that has dominated your not-self-life for so long that it takes time to really see and live into the truth of who you are and build the superpower you are meant to express in this life. Brothers, first, number one, accept that you can't be certain about that which does not exist. The past does not exist, so you can't be certain about what did or didn't happen. The future doesn't exist, so you can't be certain about what will or won't happen. Accept this truth. Number one, accept this truth. Accept that certainty of the past or future. Accept that it isn't possible or important, that the certainty of the past, of having certainty of the past or being certain of the future isn't possible or important. Can't we be certain of anything in the past? No. Does it matter as it reflects upon us in the moment, in the now. No, it does not. Can we be certain of anything in the future? No. Does it matter as it projects from the now? No, it does not. But here and now 
in this moment, here and now. This moment is real. It is the experience of life and is accessed through your alpha state. It can only be accessed through your alpha state in the present moment. You can be certain, brother. You can be certain of who you are when you decondition the stories of who you are not. This is the path of self-knowledge and the expression of the journey you are meant to experience as a human. There is nothing more you need to do. And when you do this, everything will be clear for you. Knowledge of the self is the discovery of the path. When you understand this, you will be released from the matrix and you will be set free. And we're talking certain. I'm telling you what you can be certain of. What you can be certain of is yourself. You can live in the joy, love, peace, and freedom of the now. The life you are meant to experience. This one right here, right now. The one you're having right now. As you're listening to this podcast, not as I'm recording it, I'm living the life as I record it. You're living the life as you hear it because it's only in the moment. The past is dead and tomorrow will take care of tomorrow. You are here in the present. Express that freedom with the only certainty that you can have, that you exist here and now and have a vehicle that drives you through a path that gives you experience. Be certain only of where you are and rejoice in the perfection of what is being offered. And that is what I have for you today, brothers. Head over to thealphamalecoach.com and enroll now to join the academy and begin the process of deconditioning to discover your inner purpose, strategy, and authority. Brothers, in September, we're moving to 2.0. So if you can enroll before September, you can gain access to that 2.0 program. All students enrolling in September and beyond will automatically be enrolled in the 1.0 program, and they will have time to go through that program until the 2.0 program opens up. The universal truth works and lives through us all. Learn how to work with this law, this law of cause and effect to bring more success, peace, and joy in your life. Until next week, my brothers, elevate your alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha, your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at thealphamalecoach.com slash unleash.